You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? and welcome back to the repair podcast thank you so much for joining in and watching part one of our drew lewis one year anniversary special we got way more content than we ever expected from drew it was a little overwhelming thanks drew um (laughs) but that means we have more exclusive interview with drew for you guys an entire another hour or so so that's why we have part two with drew wow another hour oh my god (laughs) strap in folks strap in strap in you have actually a favorite game would you say like the uncharted era is like your favorite i feel like you platinum a lot right so do you have a favorite uh, game i don't know i don't platinum a lot uh there oh. are games uh but i have i've platinumed um, all the uncharted's um last of I, I don't know if i platinum last of us actually maybe i have haven't I, ca- I can't remember on the ps3 if i did or not um i don't know I, you know like there's some games where platinuming just will take too much time like you know where it's like go do this online and you have to like play online for x and do this thing or like i don't even think platinuming is a qualification for favorite game right no but i just want to make that qualifier i guess i'm not like one of those you don't actually platinum a lot of games yeah yeah i mean i've platinum a couple but nothing Mm -hmm. uh nothing on the standards that i'm sure most people uh that play games more (laughs) than me um yeah i don't know favorite game that's because i've played games for so long true you know you almost have to be like what's the favorite game right now but like oh, okay i, guess I mm-hmm. could pick favorite games of like eras like on the nes yeah. or like on the xbox or something mm-hmm. i don't know because it's so hard because i get nostalgic if i think back to like playing on the in 64 and playing goldeneye or mario kart or on the snes you know yeah, mario yeah. Kart was huge on that. differently yeah you know and it's it's kind of yeah. weird but they're different games right I, I wouldn't pick that as my favorite game now you know true on that note, I think I just recently heard, um, I think it was Damon from IGN had talked about um, he has a five-year cap on favorite game. Like, he, yeah. it has, or something about, like, it has to be older than five years to be eligible for that. But I feel like an error thing is better. It's better to go by error. Yeah. Era. Yeah, I suppose so. Some people easily can say, this is my favorite game of all time. And that's easy for I them, feel, but not everybody i, feel, I mean yeah i don't yeah. know if i could do i feel like for someone like yeah, me who's only been playing like properly really been playing like the last couple of years like i've had a playstation 2 i've had a playstation 1 and we used to play all the time when we were kids but i never actually followed a game thing i wouldn't actively go out to a market and be like oh i want this new game and i want this and i want to try that so actually i haven't completed a lot of games in my lifespan of gaming mm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's easier for me to just be like oh yeah this game would be my favorite or this game is my preference like i loved uncharted yeah, I just I can't get enough of Uncharted. I could always sit down and play it. It's just the best yeah. game. So I feel like that's easier for me. But coming from like yourself or like sorry, Dan or Drew, either of you have played games like on so many different consoles, whereas really mine's just limited to PlayStation. Yeah, it's easier for me. Yeah, I've played is there a game that you're playing? Games. <laughs> yeah, is there a game that you're playing like right now that you're really into, or something that like you've been really in the mood to play lately? I mean, I just finished. Uh, the last of us two so that's been obviously on my mind um i was in the middle of shadow of the colossus replaying that mm. uh, that oh. brought back a lot of like old school memories and seeing the remaster is beautiful what they did yeah uh, so i still haven't gotten really around to that myself pretty game um mm-hmm. to, to play uh I, I i don't know yeah i i mean 
you know, I don't get a lot of time anymore to play. Sure. So it's it's like it's like eleven AM to two AM. I get like some maybe some time to kinda of like sit down and play something. And that depends if I'm tired or if I still don't have work to do. So to to beat a game like Last of Us and it's been like thirty five plus hours that I just did, it's sort of like I'm like You oh, only just finished that? Just I, I don't I don't know if I'll play <laughs> a game for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of tough because uh of timing uh nowadays, adulting and, and whatnot and, yeah. and making content. Um but uh, but that's been a struggle pretty... is real. So it is. Yeah. Here's a side question then: If you really like a game, do you tend to replay it? Not for like platinum reasons, but do you just tend to replay it? Yeah, I. You know, I do. Well, I do have a bit of that completionist mentality where, um, like for the uh, for the Last of Us two, for example, like I beat it, and I, I'm really one of those thorough weird gamers where. I don't leave the level until I feel like I've explored. You've explored the whole area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scour yeah. every little yeah, nook and cranny. I, I'll open yeah. every drawer. I go to every corner of the map. I want to make sure that I haven't left anything behind. I'm weird. Like if <laughs> someone w- were to watch me do like a let's play, they'd be like, "This is terrible." Like, I have to ask you. I've done if this. You, Sorry. When I'm yeah. playing The Last of Us, I find myself always uh, avoiding and/or falling into these traps of like, you see something and you're like, I feel like if I go there. I won't be able to come back. Yeah. Or yes. if you hit one and of those moments where you hit that point where you're like, fuck, I just realized I can't go back now and I didn't finish looking around. Yeah. Like yeah. those kill me in the last of us. I, I will yeah. say on that note, like Adam has completed the game. Um, he's had kind of like time between like his uh, schedule is much different to mine. So when I actually get time to play the game, I have a little less to do it. So I'm way past. I'm only halfway and he's just finished. It's easy to finish so a game great. when you're a cardboard cutout, right? sure (laughs) but it's so great to like play with him (laughs) but like he'll be he'll be able to tell me if i'm going into a way that it'll trigger a cutscene. i guess thank god because i was like oh maybe i want to go then this way or maybe i want to go this way i don't know i'll go down here and he'd be like i wouldn't if you want to explore something else yeah like this is the way you have to go and i was like oh thank you this saves me a lot of time like replaying and stuff like that and also like gives him opportunity because he's like i did this and i never got to go explore this thing so Mm. we kind of have a bit of that that moment going on i mean that's at least how it would play out if he existed that's how that works it's just all in your head (laughs) it's all in my head um okay cool because that the follow-up question to like would you replay a game i was going to ask you would you replay the last of us but i presume you are replaying it or you've just I am. I'm. Uh, I'm going to replay it, but I. I just can't invest that in much time. So I'm, I'm. I'm replaying it with just the objective of being like, I'm going to find all those coins cards. that I didn't find, or cards, or yes, yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. upgrade all my weapons and 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 like and then just get the trophy. And I, I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm skipping cutscenes. I'm just literally. It's literally like one of those things where I'm just going to like because I the gameplay in the game is fun like it's awesome like and it's mm-hmm. it's tense i've never like played like the fluidity of like how ellie and and uh how, how she moves and like the gunplay just it's really cool in the the variation yeah. of weapons that you get to kind of like complete mm. a section like the silencer issue i mean it's really yeah, it's really cool. cool like there's a lot of really cool um the traversal in it is really good too um so like playing the encounter rope puzzles man those rope puzzles are those are, they get you. They I get appreciate you. those. I'm is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I, I I don't know why. I guess my brain works in a weird way. But like, I never had a problem with any of those. So I was like, oh yeah, just throw it over there, and I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I mean, they're not hard. Same. I just appreciate yeah. the technical prowess of like oh, the yeah. way they do the rope and like the throwing it and the being able to yeah. swing to different platforms. Never. I wish. I never got stuck in any one of them. I've solved everyone I've found, but yeah. like they're they're really good about making me feel clever in the mm. moment. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I do wish it had a, she had like a rope like Drake did in Uncharted. Mm. Yeah, I, that's what I found you know, myself doing. It's like, so I wish I could better. just jump and woof, yeah. throw the rope. Like how much great would throw a rope around and you could just traverse wherever, you know? Like I wish, uh, yeah. I'm like, where's my Uncharted rope? Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to our next question is what game are you looking forward to coming out this year or next year? I know that you kind of mentioned Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. It's exciting. So. That is exciting. That looks really cool. I can't wait. Um, yeah, I'm so I, excited for Ghost. Yeah, it looks yeah. great, right? Uh, I did. I did read something though that kind of made me nervous. I'm. I'm gonna wait for reviews. Oh. I usually wait for mm. uh, reviews before I just buy any. I, I typically I'm not a pre-order guy. I kind of like I buy something okay. if, it comp- if it compels me. Um, but I'm. I'm pretty sure I'll end up getting it. But I did read that like the download 
of it is only like 30 gigs or something. And I'm like, well, that's not usually oh. conducive of like a very long game or, you know, cause it yeah. looks so great. There's no reason like it should I'm be okay that. with it though. I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with like, like, look, yeah. The Last of Us is a great game. But right. it's long. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> this game long. did not need to be this long. Um, yeah. And also like the reviews the, the, for Last of Us came out and they're like 10 out of 10. And I've been playing it. And I'm like, is it though? <laughs> like, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, not that I don't like it. I love the game. It's just more just like, eh. So I feel you. Like I kind of, I'm, I'm the opposite. I don't pre-order mm. anything, but I will kind of like, just be like, okay, I kind of see what this is doing and I'm interested in the story maybe. And then I'll buy it. See, on that um, note, let's talk about Ghost because I'm really excited. I've had Ghost pre-ordered for a long time. If it's not a super long game, my hope and ideal situation for that game is it's it's a little bit of a shorter package, but high on replay value. Yeah. As far as like, Same. give me a bunch of new upgrades. Give me weapons that I can like focus on. Like, ooh, I want to play through the game using this sword yeah. or that sword or a, right. you know, a spear yeah. instead of or a mm-hmm. Naginata. Give me a I reason agree. to keep playing the game yeah. multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's sort of like that replay playability. I think that's why Uncharted was so great because mm. there's just levels that like I enjoy just playing. You know, like if I have 20 yeah. minutes and I kind of want to play a game, I'll like load up the train level on UC2. <laughs> you know, because yes. it's such a great level. So you know, great. Just to like, feel like a badass, you know, and you're like, I'm on a fucking moving train shooting dudes, and like, <laughs> yeah. it's dope, you know. Uh, it's and I could swing through windows, and I don't know. Oh, yeah. uh, Great so I, I, yeah complete I, you know other than that i mean i'm really interested in cyberpunk 2077 um i don't know if i will be able to play that game only because the big scopey mmorpg kind of or not mmorpgs but just rpgs um i, I just don't have the bandwidth to kind of like dive okay. into right like so if that's like one of those games that where you're like i'm on hour one million and i've yet to yeah do anything uh, i don't know if i can invent i'm having that trouble with red dead redemption where it's just such a big game yes. and into like where i appreciate the open worldness of red dead redemption i don't have the the wherewithal to be like on a i'll be on a horse and i'll be like oh my god what's that house over there i have to yeah, something weird Let me in check my head that out yeah yeah and so like i end up like not even playing the story for four hours because i'm like just running around the floor on a horse running around. I think around. that's what happened to me with Spider-Man. I had that yeah. issue with Spider-Man. The constant distraction, the constant like pulling me in different directions is what kind of burned me out on Spider-Man prematurely. And that's yeah. why I I love Spider-Man. That was a great game, but it's not as high in my mind as it is for a lot of other people because I hit that burnout with the open world. Yeah. I didn't feel the same about Spider-Man, but I totally get what you're saying about Red Dead Redemption. And yeah. um, I also kind of feel the same about um, Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. It's a long game to get through and there's just so much. And same with Horizon as well. Yeah, especially I'm, if it feels padded. Yeah, like I'm so story focused that I'm just like, oh, I just want to stick to the story. So yeah. when I picked up like something like The Witcher, that was a bad idea. Because I picked up Witcher <laughs> 3 and everyone was like, you need to do side quests in order to like gain levels to get yeah. to the main story and i was like no nah, fuck right. this i'm out like i can't because i just want a story i want like a fulfilling yeah. story each little side stuff like that being said though some of the side missions in the witcher are better than the main storyline someone says they're so lot. good <laughs> see i i think it's awesome but i'm just kind of like i'm too distracted by it so i will mm-hmm. never finish playing the game it yeah. just makes sense. so like i liked spider-man in the terms that like yeah, you have all these like side missions and stuff like that, but the majority of them are all the same. And it's mm. just copy and paste. So I felt like I wasn't missing out on something. I could do story and then replay it later. Whereas mm-hmm. like Red Dead or Death Running or Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm like, oh, what's yeah. this thing? It's a cave. I want to go visit this thing. But then mm-hmm. I spend hours doing it. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I didn't get anywhere in the story. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, yeah. I like games that are like The Last of Us or Uncharted, where they're like, here's an area, especially The Last of Us Part 2. I feel like they've done this, like, here's this beautiful big area to explore, and then let's funnel you into an area, because no matter what way you go, you will be funneled into the area you need to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, See, now I've heard a lot of people fault The Last of Us for that fact that it does eventually funnel you to the right Ah, way. Yeah, I like that. It's all different. Just get me on with the story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Point. (laughs) Like, let's get to The Last of Us. I think there's nice, you know what I really liked, and I think it's not a huge spoiler but like there's one section in uncharted or i'm sorry the last of us that 
Anthony brought it up that's a lot like Lost Legacy where it's sort of like a big it's open world but it's small you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. yes where I felt like I could explore it but it didn't take me a million hours to kind of go through it you know but I felt like I could still choose the path that I wanted to kind of explore it at, at on yeah so I kind of like that in a, on a small scale like that I thought Lost Legacy was good too for that perspective uh, there's True. a part in Uncharted 4, I think, that does something similar with the mm-hmm. Jeep. Um, but um, I, I, I do don't remember know. liking uh, that in Lost Legacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I but but there's still an on rails portion, but I like where it opens up a bit to give you a little bit. But it's not so big where you're like Red Dead Redemption, where I'm like this yeah. map is basically the size of the U.S. that I have to explore. I don't know how I'll ever do that. Um, so no, see, that that kills me because I'm I am like you, like I want to explore everything, yeah. but then I'm pissed because i i want to do that but i also want to do the story so it's like "Mm." and i'm not a massive it's gonna sound funny i'm not a massive replayer like i don't like always playing games over and over because i'll just get frustrated um so i like to just um kind of like like the way that you do in the last of us too i'll explore the entire area before i want to move on into a next section where i know there's gonna be a cutscene. Mm -hmm. it's gonna trigger something here like i definitely want to get everything in this area before i go across yeah. Try and get as much stuff as it, and I'm not a completionist. I don't have, I have one platinum from Batman Telltale Games, and they give you that for completing the game. So that's it. It's all I got. Um, what game would you like to see on the show? Now, obviously, you have a lot of say on what's going on the show. So, is there something that like you've been dying to get on, and you just think, oh, I wouldn't work for content, or is it something that you just haven't been able to do yet, or anything? Like, is there is that anything that's special to you that you just love to see no one play? That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, Peggy Dan. Thank you. Peggy Dan. Peggy Dan. Dan. That's a great question. Um, You know, I don't, I can't think of anything. I mean, there's so I'm still waiting for my Akari Warriors. Right? Akari Warriors is dope, man. (laughs) Listen. I love Akari Warriors. If we hadn't already played like Contra and. Uh, um, I asked for Akari Warriors back in June last year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's totally up on the table. You know what? You know what's great though, and I'm I'm gonna change the question a little bit, but Go for it. with with having guests on the show, and we're starting to mm. get that up. What's great is I can we can a lot of these guests, you know, whether or not you know they're celebrities or not, they all most of them have history in gaming, which is cool because yeah. they I can ask them like, what retro game like do you want to play on the show? Yeah. And and it's kind of cool, so they'll be able to like. Put, play games that they're super excited about that they, they have a history about and that they can tell talk That'd about be fun and, actually and show nolan which who's, mm-hmm. who's never played any of these games so it's really cool where some of the choices now aren't going to be dictated by like what i enjoy you know i think a lot of the new choices are going to come from like what our guests have like yeah. history playing and and there's stories there you know of them growing up and, and getting into gaming that i think I think it'll be really cool. So I'm, I'm actually real excited about that. Um, How awesome would it I, be if you were able to get like Nathan Fillion on the show and he'd be like, man, I grew up loving oh, man. Pac-Man or something. And <laughs> please, like, please. like, let's play Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. he's actually a big uh, Halo guy back in the day. Mm, I mean, really? been a bunch yeah, of him and, Halos, him and PJ used to play a lot of that? Halo. Yeah, because yeah, I think PJ had mentioned it before in one of his um, retro replay answers. He was like, oh, man, I'd love to see Nathan yeah. on the show. And we're like, come on, make it happen. Let's, let's, do, like, it. let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, that, that would be really cool. But I, I think that's a really great answer as well. So like guests also bring part of themselves and part of their memories onto the show as well, rather than just coming yeah. in and being handed something. I think that's really mm-hmm. nice. That would bring a cool um, new element to the just the overall feel of the show, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll always push for things that are timely as well. Um, so I think it's going to be a combination of, of you know, what's kind of relevant and then what, what do people want to play? You know, maybe there's something. I think there are games that we, we may never jump into just because mm. of the not being able to give it justice. Um, we're, we're, we're real, like even playing the first Metal Gear, I was like, this lore is so deep um, and the game is so long. Um, where you know i really want to play metal gear solid you know yeah but it's kind of like we have there's not a lot of time and that game is so cool and i nerd out over it and i want to see a lot of great things you know i want to see a lot of great moments and reactions but the show's not really about like going into the game right the game's just there to kind of like spark conversation to facilitate the hang and the chat kind of thing 
right yeah. you know and but i knew i you know i know people and i want to see it so i know other people would want to see us kind of dive into those games so I, I, you know we're looking at maybe is there another format for diving mm. into those longer games i think liam and todd might be good a good place get, get good might be a good avenue for those guys to jump into longer gameplays of some of our favorite like old school um yeah. longer form story storytelling games yeah. so well, it's like um, even if you go back to some of the older episodes of retro replay and like <laughs> they're gonna play resident evil 2 and i'm like sweet this is gonna suck because they're not gonna <laughs> play it the way i want them to obviously right. yeah. yeah yeah and silent and, hill too silent hill was like oh my god like watching uh, them try to like shoot the bird in the beginning of the game like i'm like oh my god yeah yeah uh, it's like, like it's like you play a game that you love and you watch them play it and you're like do i love this game <laughs> you know like you why do i makes, love this game yeah it makes you question it because like they're it's not always good at it and you kind of shake your head a lot and you're like i mean it's tough for me watching in the studio where i'm like just just do the thing with the thing just do it and you're done <laughs> And but you can't. You want them. Part of the show is watching that. You want them to figure it out for themselves. Figure it out, right? Yeah. yeah. It's that's the that's the thing, right? So it, it's tough it's like, for me to just sit there and watch the. That the, also the, happens at home, or, though. Like I will tell you, there has been so many times we're just like, "Will you just? Will you please just? Oh, for God's sake! So somebody get through. Like somebody get it's through. It's like calling out the, the this last like, week's Jesus episode Christ. of uh, Uncharted, where like Nolan got lost, and you chimed in. You're like, "You're you're gonna go back to the boat that you were just on." <laughs> and then you try to leave it at that, and he still doesn't know where he's going. And right. you come back like it's the one with the turret. We're just there, <laughs> just, just there. Yeah, Needs well, a little bit of guidance. Yeah, it's tough, right? Like in your mind, you know exactly what to do, but to verbalize it, mm-hmm. right? To give someone like clear direction, I feel like is difficult for sometimes. So I feel like I sound like an idiot where I'm where no one's like, what do I do, Drew? And I'm like, climb? I, I don't know what yeah. else to tell do you. Do the thing you do, do the in thing. video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go. Just do the thing. I don't know. what I mean, just hit the button that makes you do the thing. You know, so it's it, sometimes I feel like I'm like not helpful at all. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to the next content is Uncle Noli. Um, what I there are questions it. about this one and i think one of them is how often do you film something and laugh so hard but realize it's too dark to put on air i feel like that was also a replayer retro replay question hmm. possibly um so that's that's one if you want to answer it and how long uh were you guys like we need like when you had like uncle noli on the show like how long did it take you to be like we should make this our own kind of bit like who kind of came up with that was it nolan was it you be like let's do a segment yeah so the to the first question there are every now and then we do have something that like i'm like well i don't think that should ever see the light of day uh, because <laughs> we want we all want to continue we all want to continue working in the future um <laughs> so i mean there are things and, and they'll never ever see the light of day but for the most part if it's funny it goes on air um mm-hmm. i mean you, you'll see it in a show in an episode um you know we we don't we're not super like liberal where we're like cut that out because he said whatever right, you know, we're, okay. we're pretty well, much sure. we, we, the, the litmus test is like does it make me laugh and then i'm like yes then it goes we'll put it up um so usually the the cutting room did floor it make actually me laugh, but did it the make bar, me laugh for the wrong reasons the bar <laughs> right, is right. pretty low basically the bar, yeah yeah, yeah. In, in fact the cutting room floor floor would probably be boring because it's all the jokes that don't land right you know you're kind of oh, like no yeah that's you know like we'll probably we don't really have bloopers because the bloopers are the funny things you know so um because yeah. it's not like a movie where you're like someone walking into a wall as a blooper we don't really have those kind of things but um yeah so to, to kind of answer that question i mean yeah sure uncle noli can can will go a little too dark sometimes but that's fine you know we find that we find just under the dark and we air all those and then everything else that's that's not <laughs> nice we don't, we don't everything else but, it, but he, it's all good i mean to be honest 99 percent of what he says goes off like it's rare it's rare that he's i feel he's, like he, he knows as well like he has he has a gauge yeah. of like what yeah. will land well with a replay community right yeah, yeah 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 i mean i can't stress enough how much of a professional nolan i mean he's just like when the camera's on like the guy it's just it's incredible like you it's it's like you it's like you've activated something and he can just do what he nolan does bot activated yeah i mean uh but it's it's always great and he's he knows he knows when it's not great and he'll retool mm. like very rarely do we on set even need to say like hey let's do try that again like he'll reset himself be like i want to do that again like, great cool let's do it um so um 
you know, it's a pretty, pretty creative environment where we're all there to kind of have input. But um, at the end of the day, like having Nolan, having someone like Nolan um, on camera just makes our lives so much more easier um, mm -hmm. because he's so great at what he does. Nice. Great, great, great answer. And then uh, with regards to like having the section, did you come yeah. up with that and be like, let's pitch this as an actual show? We, I think Nolan uh, wanted to do like a segment and then we all kind of latched on it. We all saw the community sort of like latched onto the uncle Nolan knows and the retro replay. And yeah. Yeah. We didn't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we you take something and you see the community latch onto something and we kind of sit around we have production meetings and we talk about you know what future content we want to make and you know what are some great ideas and and uh, uncle noli was one of those things that i think a lot of people latched onto right away and we're like you know this could be a great just segment and it doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be a lot of production time um you know obviously we're putting more production time into it Lately, you know, Steph's been doing a lot of work with the cool, fun cards, you know, and doing different graphics and stuff. And uh, so it makes it kind of fun. But we, we spent we spend a lot of time early on on a show crafting the look and the feel and the tone so that when it airs, um, it feels like we put a lot of effort into it versus like just throwing something up and hoping people mm -hmm. like it. So with Uncle Noli, you know, once once the idea of the show was formed, like, it's Uncle Noli and he's going to be answering questions from the audience and it's going to be Uncle Noli, you know, the character, Uncle Noli, the kind of dirty uncle giving you advice that's not really great advice, but sometimes you, you, there's a nugget you in there. You get the gem. Yeah. Yeah. You get, yeah. Um, yeah. But once we kind of knew that, um, we kind of, we go back and me and PJ and Steph and we'll all kind of sit down and brainstorm We're like, well, how do we want the show to feel? You know, what's the opening look like? What's the titles look like? What kind of music do we want? So we all kind of collaborate. Nolan chimes in. He's like, yeah, no, I like the Mr. Rogers kind of vibe. Let's go with I that. Say, I love the Mr. Yeah, Rogers the, thing. The, the dirty yeah. style. So that gets <laughs> our brains working and we go and we find like, you know, we film something or we find something, we animate some new things and voila you know and we spent a lot i mean we probably spent two months just figuring out what the show was going to be you know like the cool. the tone of it right like mm -hmm. really playing with the music because we think the music really kind of like hits it really like the comedy makes the comedy stronger like with the little drum in the background and the way it, it stopped beats it almost has like an austin powers kind of feel to it definitely yeah. yeah 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 and then we outsource like the uncle Noli knows you know so we we have so ideas and we just we I, just sort of like who's going to help us make this even better and so we went to a sound house and we kind of told them what we wanted and then uh boss house music okay. and they 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 kind of sent us some things and we kind of tweaked it a little and, and then we were like what if we threw sometimes in there and we're like oh, oh yeah. my god that's Every a time i'm waiting for the sometimes i'm like that oh, is man. so great that was such so, a good like that was such a good take. I was like, that is, that's genius. Yeah, so, <laughs> it really gets it. Um, it's a real collaborative effort in the studio and everybody on Retro Replay kind of like pitches in and it's, it's, it, I can't tell you. I mean, we always say this, if we're not having fun, we're not going to do it anymore. So yeah. we're, we're all just there to have a great time and, uh and and make some fun stuff that we're we're excited about and we hope that you guys you know out there in the community and on the channel want to watch it and support it so that's that's really all so it's it's really about that but oh, uncle Noli's, sure. we we love it we filming it we all just have a have a gas watching him do it so it's great too yeah it's i can't imagine fun. what that must be like live because it's yeah. just i mean he does he does some like he he used to do like a small portion of uncle Noli knows live i guess like in, in the retro replay show mm -hmm. So that's yeah. great. I love that. So I'm loving that it's all just changed into an actual segment on the show. Like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Brighten up your Tuesday. Um, oh, is there yeah. anything in particular this week that um, struck you or like was your favorite moment or anything this week? You know, I thought what I loved was the, it's, it's always interesting when he goes really into like a actual good advice, like the, you know, how to get over a porn, right? Addiction yes. to porn. I would say that's I what I usually call out every one? week. <laughs> it's gonna say the same one and what i was gonna say drew is like it's actually a really great throwback like right back to terminator versus robocop because that's mm -hmm. easily one of my favorite episodes yeah. I swear to god yeah. i choked on tea that was one of my favorite episodes because it like it went from such a weird dynamic like 
um like <laughs> talking about bartending to like shit that baby out the window and then oh actual advice about porn and how it like changes like young people's minds and how he's raising young men and everything and i was like oh yeah this episode has been a roller coaster but i am so on board like i'm yeah. so happy with it yeah so i i was gonna say the same point as you yeah yeah, uh, you know, it's it's weird when there's like random like, oh man, that's actually really good advice. You know, like, you know, because most of the time it's like, you know, like I think he someone asked him about like, uh, I don't know, make make how do I get my wife to stop to make me a sandwich? And yeah. he's like, he's like at the end of it, he's like tits, and I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no there there it is, you know, and it's great, it's hilarious, uh, and. Uh, the, I think the other one I liked was uh, how to hide a best way to hide a body, Fine. and he mm. breaks into like the different models of car, like an El Camino. <laughs> car in the yeah, and uh, he's like obviously a Tesla because you can hide it in the front and no one's gonna notice, you know. And uh, I, was like, I was like, that's great. That just means like if basically if you're rich enough to own a Tesla, you can also hide bodies better. Uh, <laughs> well, never check the front. Right. Never. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, what did didn't Grim ask like? Uh, what? How do I avoid touching my face? And he's like, "Don't yeah. touch my fucking face." And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> "Like, whoa, yeah. really?" He's like, "He's like." Then he's like, "Just chop off your hands." And I'm like, "Oh, that's actually that would work." That's, too. That works. Yeah. He's done that before with something else. Like, I can't remember what one. Like a week ago or maybe two weeks ago or whatever. And he's actually looked down the lens and be like, "I'll break your fucking legs." And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Okay, <Yeah>. alrighty." <laughs> like, so great. <laughs> Dan, what about you? Did you have any favorite yeah. moments from this week? Those ones. Oh, <laughs> that. Dan, oh, you didn't okay. do your homework. You didn't do your homework this week, did you, Dan? No, I do. I know. <laughs> I said, this was generally a really good one all along. Like, I love like the brain freeze and like Steph's little edit where it turns him into like Mr. Yeah. Mr. Frost. Frost. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Frost. Um, Stephanie on point with those edits. I love it. Crush um, Yeah. I mean, you already called out like the best ones, <laughs> like the making Sorry. me same. That's what but I do. I was also going to take all say, the credit. I always mentioned i like the ones where he gives actual advice like it's always mm -hmm. like yeah. he kind of sneaks in like actual solid sound advice in there <laughs> and then we'll end it with a dick joke and you're like ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think it's i think it is great when he does that like especially when it is like getting a little serious or it's getting a little too like uh, this is really good fatherly and nice uh, advice and then he'll be like but also dick joke and you're like yeah mm -hmm. Good on you, Nolan. <laughs> Good get, on you. Get in there in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because then he asked, like, he was like, what, what do you do to the annoying kid in class? And he's like, smack him on the head. You know, like, <laughs> that's pretty good advice, too. You know, there's uh, there's like, there's weird. It's it's kind of like, you know, if I had Uncle Noli growing up, I think my life would have been a little bit different. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Here's something Didn't that I thought of. <clears throat> when he was talking about when my friend bugs me in class, what do I do, right? I have a like a quick side tangent about that. I was in grade three, so I must have been like seven or eight or something. Here's how you deal with the annoying people in your class. Someone was behind me and he kept like poking me. What you have to do is you have to give <laughs> them a warning first. Pagan. You just have to get a warning first. And then I turn around and I'm like, if you, if you keep poking me, you're going to regret it. Like, I, I will hurt you. And they were like, okay, whatever. And you turn around, they keep poking me. So I took my ruler as their hand was there to poke <laughs> me again. And I went, Psh! and it made the loudest slap ever. It quieted the whole class. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Teacher came down and the <laughs> oh. kid starts crying and everything. And I'm sitting there with my ruler in my hand being like, yes, teacher. <laughs> She's like, what happened? And I was like, well, kept poking me. And then I turned to him and I said, don't keep poking me. Otherwise you're going to regret it. And he did it. So I slapped him and she was like, oh, is that true? And the boy was like, uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, okay then. <laughs> just like yeah. dealt with it. And I feel like that's how I, I deal with people who bug me in class. Give them a warning because if you give them a warning and you continue, you have like, they have, they accept all liability. Like they yeah. accept what the consequences. So yeah. what do you, my, what would happen? Advice. What would you do in a video chat? Like say like, I keep annoying you. Like what would, how does it work? Could you punish? Right like, here? Yeah. I like, would just exit <laughs> chat. Exit, exit chat. <laughs> I would commit to the bit and fuck off. Good night. <laughs> like, commit yeah. to the bit. All right, bye. <laughs> You'd be like middle finger and then peace out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Basically, basically. Yeah. I've been in I've been in chats with my friends where we've gone on so long and I'm like, listen, I need to go to bed because like a lot of my friends are like over in America. It's like the time zone's weird. And I'm like, hey, listen, I gotta go. And they're like, 
oh, you're just going to cut me off mid-sentence? I was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Take care. And then I can like, <laughs> like, actually end my conversation. I'm like, wow, I'm such an adult. <laughs> I love doing those kind of commit to the bits. And we've done them in the Zoom chat even before, yeah. too, where it's like, hey, we're thinking about shutting this down. They're like, well, we'll fuck us. And we're like, okay, broop, you know, just shut it down. <laughs> yeah, everyone will leave. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Nice. So that, that's kind of how. That's kind of how. Either that or I'll make really loud obscene noises. And then yeah. you'll eventually get annoyed and you'll leave. Yeah, you just got to make sure you're moderating. You can just mute everyone. Like, See, now what one. you really got to do is just shit off. your pants. Hey, friends don't let friends not shit themselves. Yeah. Best quote from Uncle Noli ever. <laughs> like, on, a, on, so on a Zoom call, I don't think that's going to help. In any Here's hurt how it works on a yeah. Zoom call. You shit your pants and then you take your shit. <laughs> no, just no take the camera <laughs> don't Man. move your shit from where it is take just, the ca- why are we just, into this again this be, again yeah. yeah you got to clean your laptop Uncle Noli, your bad influence. i don't know <laughs> so bad so bad just have yeah. cameras set up in multiple directions have yeah. this have this shit set up literally <laughs> so now i'm picturing cartman insert cutaway here like shitting out the back of his chair in that episode <laughs> of south park ma <laughs> toilet <laughs> or um, the the bridesmaids cut away i'm pretty sure that was in one of the episodes before as well with the bridesmaids cut away and she's like shitting in the sink like look away (laughs) okay anyway that's probably we'll actually move on to the last of us to run through uh with anthony caliber because i think i noticed a lot of that kind of stuff in the first episode you guys did Mm. um where he was telling nolan about the glitches and that's how he can win the game like how it makes those speeds yeah, because if you get that speed, obviously the game's going to fuck up somewhere and you're just like, oh shit, this glitch is going to happen. Like mm. firing off the empty gun or whatever in yeah. the corner. And yeah. I was like, yeah. that is fucking fascinating. Holy shit. Yeah. Or if you enter this level here without any ammo, David automatically gives you three more. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? That's so cool. Like I didn't I didn't know any of that. Um, this week's episode, I think you guys bit a lot more of The Last of Us 2 gameplay. Yeah. Um, so myself and Dan didn't watch it. So sorry that's a fun show so how did you you, like find the show like how did you come to this kind of uh this idea and then how did you approach anthony and how do you find working with him yeah so we when we were doing the original last of us um i think i saw in the comments a lot of people were because obviously the gameplay wasn't spectacular um i think a lot of people were like hey you should have anthony on to kind of like show you guys you know how to you know play this better i would see that pop up in the comments and in in the comment section i was like oh i've never i never heard of anthony before and um because i don't watch a lot of speed runs that's not kind of like my pastime Mm -hmm. um but uh i looked him up and i was like wow this guy's actually like with a world record holder um and we we had already finished filming and so it kind of didn't make sense to kind of bring him on at the time but i kind of had it in the back of my head um for when we were going to do something around the last of us two and obviously we're not going to be doing a uh, definitive playthrough. I think Troy will probably take that on, on his own. I think it would be better if he did that on his own channel. Um, mm-hmm. It would, would come from coming from him. Um, it just be more appropriate. Um, so we wanted to still honor the game because of what we did with the last of us on retro replay. So having the idea of bringing Anthony on um, to kind of show Nolan the ropes a bit um, and really just introduce him to the, the first game in a way that he had never seen before um, in, a, in a facet that he had never seen before to kind of like show him why Anthony is the best at this game uh, at the first the original game and then let's jump into the second game and really understand like the differences like talk about like why these encounters and what's different about the first game to the second game talk a little bit about the storytelling aspect so Nolan understands the context of the encounters um, and really it's it was just really understanding what I love about Nolan is he can take the last of us is incredibly dark and it's uh, in places incredibly depressing and almost sometimes hard to watch um, if you're not into that kind of graphic sure. um, gameplay. But Nolan can take something like that and add a little bit of humor and a little bit of levity to where I feel like it's a little bit more digestible, right? Um, yeah. So he could take, you know, this horrible murder from a bloater and be like, oh my God, that was terrible let's go have a dinner, you know, let's go have red lobster. And you're like, what, yeah. you know, like, it just, <laughs> it takes you, it, 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 you don't have to dwell on the horror. You can sort of like, let's laugh about this because this is weird. And, and I don't feel right for watching mm-hmm. that, but let's all have that moment. But then let's, let's have a chuckle because that's a good way to get over that kind of 
horrific, these horrific things that are happening. Those in the dark game. moments. For sure. Yeah. So I think it worked out pretty well. And I, I know a lot of people want to, wanted to see like Nolan play through the game. We're just, the game is just incredibly long and it's dark and we're just I never going to imagine Nolan it's actually playing time, yeah. through the game by himself, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a, this is a good way to kind of like introduce Nolan to the game, show him why the game is incredible, like why it got a lot of 10 out of 10s, you know, why, you know, what the characters are, who they are, what, why, what the game is doing, like some of the incredible new like bloaters and uh, infected that are in like the, we're going to see like the whistlers come up and no spoiler. It's just a, a faction of yeah. uh, the, another faction of humans. They're called the, or seraphites. Sorry. Seraphites. Yeah, the seraphites. The scars. They do this really cool scars. whisper um, mechanic where they communicate through whistles. Sorry, not whistles. I don't know yeah, if that's a spoiler, so but good. I can't help. There was that moment where I first encountered the, the whistlers as you call them. And yeah. of course, you get hit by an arrow and my first yeah. thought was is this the dude from guardians of the galaxy <laughs> like attacking me what's happening right. yeah because yeah. they whistle at you when it like throws and it's the, he yeah. whistled to control his little arrow to like yeah actually yeah, yeah good point good, good yeah. Point. i forgot about that um so yeah i mean i hope people it seems like people are resonating I, anthony's like he's technically savvy so it's it's nice to watch somebody uh be able to get through the game and and uh, especially a game, the game is incredibly hard and he's playing on like survival level for a yeah. lot of the, even part Crazy. two, part two. I think he drops it down for some other mechanics because we just need to get through um, the the episode or get through some scenes. But um, it's cool to see somebody proficient, but then Nolan having those moments of like, oh my God, did that just happen in this game? Mm-hmm. You know, like- I saw, um, um, I saw some of the episode in the bank. Yeah. And they're going to the drawers. And they find uh-huh. a strange relic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, great. Love that, like, moment where he was just like, oh, my God. And, like, had this real kind of realization. I'm like, yes, Nolan. Yeah. This is how we felt. That like, was yeah. such a meta awesome. moment in that game, too. Yeah, it's so really great. Cool. Yeah. That yeah. was a really I mean, good moment. Again, I mean, we, I can talk a little bit more about you know what's in the episode. I don't, I don't. Obviously, I don't want to give away spoilers. Um, but it's it's a there's a lot of great stuff. I mean, there's a lot of fun Easter eggs that we we go through on the, the Last of Us two. We do go through the whole. We do go through the whole game and through encounters. Not every encounter, but we kind of like progress through the game linearly. Um, so there is. We do do Ellie's story, then we do Abby's story, and then we do okay. parts of the finale. Uh, the prologue as oh. it were um so um so there are spoilers obviously if anybody wants to like not watch it until they finish the game we completely understand but if it, if you just wanted to get a, a good grasp of like what this game plays like and why it's so cool and mm-hmm. how great this game looks and see some of the dynamics whether it's like how do i get around the dogs or what are the seraphites and you know what's that yeah. encounter? what's that encounter what are the what are the new abilities of the new uh, shambler and the bloater you know you, you get to see mm-hmm. some of that anthony walks you through some interesting ways to get through those parts and those encounters some where you take out a lot of people somewhere you can just sneak by them so by them um it's 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 pretty cool and he's only played the game once but it's you can still see his the way his mind works and how he like attack up uh, goes uh he strategizes looks, right? strategizes through a level yeah. and and he's not perfect it's kind of fun it's like watching someone like me play right now where it's like i don't have the perfect answer but here's mm-hmm. a way i could i could get into this and get around this and yeah so, well, it's like ryan was sure. like happy that uh, he did die through in the episode like yeah. i saw yeah. ryan's comments about oh he did yeah. die there's a dead pool <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah because i feel like i mean it's nice to see somebody who's also like who is a very efficient player but has only just played a little bit of this game he's run through it once mm-hmm. so it's not like the, the last of us which he spent so much time probably years on this game to oh, try yeah. and perfect the 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 record so he's had yeah. seven, like years. <laughs> seven years seven years to perfect wow. this record that's incredible two, what was it two hours 47 minutes sounds that's right incredible. yeah that's that's incredible. Like, yeah under three hours it's incredible um but yes. I, I think it's also great because I think Anthony's personality seems almost uh, stoic and very technical kind of base and everything, but he still has good banter. So that when he, when Nolan does riff, he's not like shied away from it or anything. Like Nolan yeah. can still bounce. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is a nice little dynamic because he's still very technical. But if yeah. Nolan throws a joke out, it doesn't like land pretty flat. Like yeah. say for example, like the strange relic and everything is like, oh, he's just going to throw it away or whatever. He's like, yeah. And then she puts it in her pocket and he's like, wait, she keeps it? Yeah. Then why did you agree that she threw it out? And he's like, uh, well, and he's like, yeah, you know, like it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, it's at this moment where like 
the two personalities mix and it actually works really really well yeah there's a there's a segment no spoiler but there is a segment where nolan does does walk you through the perfect way to murder someone with a golf club if there's an it's an interlocking grip um and you you come at a 45 degree he says use a wedge so looking Excellent. for really good tips on like you know murder weapons and using golf clubs specifically nolan does provide some really good um nolan can use that yeah i, have, some really I need tips. to also sure. mention and shout out the fact that we i only just had this brought to my attention that nolan made a golf club reference during the multiplayer yeah. playthrough oh and God. i did it was whoosh at that time yeah. you know and i'm just like <laughs> oh wow <laughs> like nolan no, you can no, go back no. and yeah. watch that. We won't, we won't bring that. <laughs> yeah, we won't go uh, into that. We'll go that. But yeah. um, I really enjoyed the dynamic, and I think the idea you had for this, the speed run, was beautiful. Like it's yeah. worked so so well. Cool. Uh, people have picked it up really well. The community really like it, and I also think like Anthony's community really appreciate it as well. What do they? What do they call the ants? The ants. The ant, ant colony. colony. Yeah. Ant colony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. That's so cool. So I feel like they've also had a really great response to this. And I, I can see some of them yeah. in the live chats as well. And Anthony yeah. in the live chats as well, too. So that's yeah, it's really nice. I, yeah. I love when you guys do that, when you bring communities together. Like there's uh, when you had Brian Deckard on and we had mm-hmm. the Deckard community on and yeah. the Connor Army and then mixing with the replayers. And then people got like really friendly. And it's just it's really interesting. And some of them have actually like ex- like uh, expressed interest in the podcast. And like, mm-hmm. it's so nice to bring communities together. So I'm loving, yeah. loving this concept. That, that's great. And Love if you guys have you any ideas, like anybody you want us to collab with in the future, uh, you know, maybe a few questions. For- How long are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, and if, if it's possible, you know, we, we, all we can do is ask. And if there's a great idea around it, you know, um, you know, we can always reach out and, uh, so you know we're we're looking to do more of this stuff you know in the cool. future so uh, stuff like what Ant, what we're doing with Anthony you know more guests so I think the future is really cool for retro replay I, I, I mean we're all really excited I mean mm-hmm. you're already getting a lot of content but I think as COVID starts to lift the the quality is going to get better the you know you're going to see more people we're going to get more shows so it's going to be good get good is going to launch soon-ish we're still waiting Neil Liam's shooting Liam's in- a sh- in australia right yeah he's in australia shuna production so as soon as that's done well he'll have a better schedule to kind of be more Mm. um to where we're going to kick that off so um we're real excited to get that going um yeah Yeah. uh, still looking forward to all those new projects you guys were talking about a few months ago now on the um nolan's house like in the back background of nolan's house when liam came on Oh, dude, like we all like I lost my mind. I was like, this is going to be so great because Liam's personality is just so um, uh, like relatable and just mm-hmm. like uh, approachable. And I just loved it. Like when he did the uh, the stream, the charity stream that you guys did in January, yeah. it worked so well. And Liam's yeah. energy is just so up there. And then I've popped into Liam's stream and, and Todd's mm-hmm. stream. And they're just such wonderful guys. I can totally see this dynamic working so, so, so well on that. Yeah. So I'm excited to have them come on. Yeah. Todd, Todd is really funny. He's a funny dude. Uh, I can't wait to like get them on the channel. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're both great, great guys. I've Gold. never actually seen Todd up until I started watching some of his streams because of the announcement of get good. And he's actually a really cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I not watched the party kiss. I'm sorry. I think that's the oh. best thing. It's like, they're like, they're great guys. Like I, they're just great to work with and, so and i think that comes across on their channel like they're just mm-hmm. personable relatable mm-hmm. you know and it's great to work with people that are like that you know um so yeah. it's, it's also great to have more people on the channel that it's just that we that all have a good that. time yeah and that mm-hmm. we i all also think um liam and todd also have like a natural like affinity with the community um yeah. they're building that on their channels on twitch and i feel like they're really getting involved with who these people are um and this is how I was like, this is going to be great because I know that they'll f- throw themselves full force into the replay community and everyone's going to love them and they're equally going to show that support back, which I just think is really, really nice. The way they interact yeah. on Twitter, on Twitch themselves. I just think it's an excellent match. Yeah. Mm. Did I mention that was a good idea? That's a good idea. I, I, I approve. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thanks for I appreciate back. that. <laughs> I approve. How long does it take to arrange a f- uh, to film an episode, especially when it's with guests, and how far in advance do you film? That's a good question, uh, Amelia. It kind of depends, like post-COVID um, or pre-COVID, I guess I should say. 
we would schedule an entire day around filming. So, um, you know, Nolan would drive down and um, we would shoot, you know, two episodes of Retro Replay. We'd shoot some Uncle Nolly Knows. We'd shoot, we'd maybe do a members live stream. We'd uh, do some members uh, content. Uh, we could do uh, some Father Knows Best if we have time. So it, uh, we kind of schedule a day and shoot as much as possible around a, a single day because we're all busy, right? We all need to kind of like wrap up do as much as possible within the time frame we have um you know with covid we can kind of do some things remotely like uncharted so we can kind of schedule those that work around guests as well so um those can be a little them, bit more fluid do you have them like scheduled a week in advance like do you call a claudia and be like hey are you free next week or do you do them like two or three weeks in advance mm. yeah so because of the post-production we put into the show um which makes them look so good and sound so great um you know paul needs time to mix them so everybody sounds great and you can hear everybody over the game over gameplay or bring down gameplay and then stephanie needs time to composite Mm -hmm. composite the gameplay so that it looks nice or make cuts or make glitch you know cut out things that may may or may been tech issues so um so we need we need about a week to kind of before air before it goes live we need about a film about a week sometimes we can tighten that up but okay. in general, in general, we'll shoot about a week out. So we try to schedule guests as far out as possible so that okay. people can pre- plan and prepare. So I don't have a solid answer, but just knowing our production time is a week out from air. Um, we just need to be filmed. We need to have something in the can uh, a week prior so that we can edit it and get it out the door. Um, Basically give the whole team about a week to put it all together. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah and the more time we have the better um and especially if it's not timely it doesn't need to be incredibly timely like obviously the last of us is like a really timely thing and we needed to get that out sooner than later so it, um you know people understand mm-hmm. that it's, it's it resonates so but things that don't necessarily have like a time stamp um if we could shoot that farther in advance we will so it gives us more time to work on it and make it pretty and make it sound great so cool yeah that's a good that's a good answer um let's see there is another question here and i think it is from humam is it is humam uh humam wick uh, uh humam wick did you ever think that in the years to come since the beginning of retro replay that it would grow into such a large confined community that is constantly not growing oh never in my wildest <laughs> dreams actually um you know you always want something to be successful you know so in your mind you're like oh man i hope this i hope people like this uh yeah I, you know, we, we always set out to make something that we thought would be fun and we thought would be, we'd have a good time making. Um, so we kind of put our foot forward in that sense. But now that we have such a great community that has latched onto it, uh, I've never, and actually to be fair, I'm, I'm on the internet a lot and I've never seen anything, a community so supportive and so like supportive of each other, you know, which is incredible. Like, if someone's having a bad day, the community kind of helps and comes in and to lift those people. I, yeah, that's that's amazing. Uh, I I've to be able to cu- cultivate something like that. I, I can't. I have no words. Um, it's it's huh. really cool. Um, I, you know, and I don't. I'm 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 new to something like that. Um, you know, and so it's it's kind of weird to uh, have that community to to be someone so supportive. I don't. I you know. I'm like I'm like oh my god, this is great. You know, this is amazing and. <laughs> You know, so I'm, I'm this like, out really well. yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so I, I kind of want to help any way I can and, you know, like, you know, obviously support you guys and support community stuff and we want to do everything we can um, to kind of help lift, lift our community and our community members and involve as much people as possible. I know it's tough. It feels like we don't always like, you know, in the live chat, like, you know, Nolan's, you know, coming in and out of sessions, like sometimes we schedule, we have to schedule recording of like other mm-hmm. things during launch days because of like you know, Claudia's or Emily's schedule. We, we just have to shoot at like noon, you know, We're like, okay, well <laughs> I can jump in, we can jump in for the chat for a few minutes, but so I feel bad when we can't yeah. always be there, um, you know, during premieres or if we miss like a tweet or if, uh, people are are asking for stuff in DMs, and we just you know we don't have us we're we're still growing I guess is what I'm saying and and as we grow we'll be able to like bring on more people to help support you know community requests and we'll have a good system for people that you know um, are having trouble um, like uh, Pagan actually I think you emailed us about Amelia the, the other night and said uh, Kessie that, yeah. Kessie sorry oh, yeah, right. no it's okay um, and Kessie and with her house and we're like oh my god I mean. 
I would have missed that to be fair. Cause on the weekends I try to unplug a bit and, mm-hmm. um, and for you to be able to bring that up and kind of help tell us so we can, you know, boost that up. Elevate it. Yeah. And, and, and you and guys support, did. And it's so support, great. Yeah. And we, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I wish again, you know, we're still growing, we're still trying to figure things out and we're, we're here for the community and we want to support everybody and all their, all their endeavors too. And if they have things that they they're, they're, they're trying to do and you know, whether it's like having, we're going to restart the community members live streams here shortly. Um, once we get Nolan's schedule more locked down um, and we can kind of figure out like tech wise, what's the best way to do that. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, COVID it's just, it's crazy what COVID did. And, you know, we were like going so strong and then COVID kind of hit and we were like, Oh my God, everything kind of backpedaled a bit. And, but we're yeah. trying, I think we're getting back into that groove where we can, we're making content. It's timely we're starting to get back into um, what, how to support members more appropriately. Um, you know, now that Troy's gone, obviously we're going to revamp our memberships and kind of really understand like, you know, what it means to support this community. So right. there's a lot coming down the line and I'd say in the next 30 days, it, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Uh-huh. You know, it's really, it's really going to be good. Yeah. And I mean, that was going to um, kind of move on to my next section, which would have been like, we usually uh, throw it out to like, the guests on the show to promote anything that they're coming up or like socials or anything like that as well. Obviously we all know where to find you. Uh, at we're here show. to promote you. Yeah. We're here to <laughs> promote you guys. Did you know our <laughs> podcast is about retro replay? Well, it is. is. It? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> well, there are a good tangents. point. There are, <laughs> there are a lot of tangents. Um, yeah, but that's actually what I was going to ask you was, is there anything that, that, that is upcoming that you'd like to drop for us? Or if there's anything that you're like really excited to do more of in the future? Like you said that you were going to discuss like membership benefits or membership live or getting guests into the show. Are you guys excited to get back into the studio and sort of having people there tangibly? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. We're, we're incredibly excited. I mean, again, this COVID thing, you know, we're just trying to be as careful as possible, right? We just don't mm-hmm. want we, what we don't want to do is start up again and then like someone to gets shut sick. it down and yeah and and then it's just it's just like oh dun, dun, dun. so we're yeah. just trying to be incredibly careful on when's the right time to kind of open the studio back up for guests especially um and and when we can um make sure everyone is safe because uh, i mean we all have families too that we want to make sure you know that they're they feel like we're doing the smart thing you know not taking risks just to make a, a YouTube show. So it just, it has to be right. We have to do it smart. Um, and uh, I think hopefully, you know, we're starting to put, we're starting to put processes into like to make sure we get tested and, you know, we all, we're wearing masks and, you know, and we have like yeah. air filters and how do we air out the studio? And so we're, we're going through and we're working through those processes on how do we get back into the studio? Um, we've had to push. We, we thought we'd be back in um, right around uh, last week. We thought we were going to shoot some more, but we, we've had to push it because of the rise in cases and mm. things just aren't going well here in the U.S. I don't, I don't know if no. you noticed. Um, no, do you know what? That's generally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, we're predicting a second wave. And I think yeah. everyone's looking at that now because people were just like, yeah. okay, so we're going to phase one of lifting COVID. And everyone was like, cool, COVID doesn't exist anymore. And you're like, yeah. that's not what happened. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, no. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna hit again. For those that didn't know, I live in Houston, which has seen a massive spike. So, like, I was going back out into the world again, and now I'm like, nope, back to lockdown. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, Yeah, it's gonna lock down hard again, and that's that's I think like I would say probably a genuine concern for you, Drew. Like, if they opened up for filming or whatever, say in August, and then in September there was a second lockdown, do you think that would affect you? Uh, do you think that would affect you like harshly or you'll, you'll kind of be like, okay, well, we've got this. We've already back done to the thing. formula. Uh, and let's just mm-hmm. go back to this formula because we know it works. I presume that would be an easier, it would yeah. be an easier transition than it was the first time. Right. Yeah, it would be. And I, I, again, I, I don't think we'll get back into the studio until where you can, not, I mean, yeah. not, I don't think, I don't know if we'll ever be able to guarantee a complete safety, but it feels like we've done everything in our power to make sure that, we're safe and the, our guests are safe and the crew is safe. Um, so um, as long as we all feel confident filming, what I don't want to do is do a show where we're all like, if someone coughs that like, we're all like, stop filming, <laughs> like, oh, you shit. know, run, you know, like, yeah, I just Burn don't want, <laughs> yeah. And because I think that'll come across on screen and we just don't, we're not a show that wants to promote fear and, you know, yeah. like that. We just, we want to have a good time. We want to entertain. Um, so 
um, we just want to make sure that when we when we start filming again, everybody feels comfortable and um, it's gonna we're gonna be able to put out the best content we can. So I don't know when that's gonna be. Um, yeah. So it's but what's up great is for everybody right now, right? Yeah, and what's great and, get, and to get back to your question, what's great is get get good is gonna be done remotely, completely remotely. Um, so because so, uh, Liam and Todd are in Australia, so we have mm -hmm. to figure out a way. Obviously, a great way to kind of you know, port their, port their streams together so that we can then push them to YouTube so that we can put out great content. And then we're going to probably cut that, some of that content up and put, put, parse it out over the week. So it feels like awesome. you're getting a lot, a lot of get good um, over the week. And then, yeah, Uncharted is going to continue. Um, obviously, you know, that will wrap up and we'll have to figure out what we do next. Um, but uh, we'll, we have ideas and I won't share them, good. but they are. <laughs> How dare um, you, sir? Oh, well, yeah, and then, <laughs> we tried. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and we're always looking to do these fun little one-offs. Um, I think you're going to see more little fun things that, you know, we're going to try to engage the, with the community, whether that's could be more multiplayer, could be more live chats, could be more, uh, I don't know, maybe we, uh, maybe you guys send us some, some stuff to react to. So there could be um, mm. some more things down the line. We have ideas there too. I, I, I can't give too much away because we haven't locked it no, all down okay. yet, but good. Um, there's some, I think there's going to be a lot more community in involvement. So stay close, stay, stay watching on that. And then um, yeah, Uncle Noli will still probably be continuing with Uncle Noli and Father Knows Best, I think. We'll continue to go. We'll we'll look at what's next after Star Wars. Maybe it's Indiana Jones. Uh, maybe it's Harry Potter. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, either oh, of those yeah. I'm all down for. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. There's there's some some fun stuff. I can't I can't stress enough how how excited we are. And even even if this thing goes into I don't know next year, like February or March, we're we're not stopping. I mean, we'll we'll figure out what I mean, we're. We love the yeah. challenge. Like you guys know, like me, us trying to figure out how to do the multiplayer thing. Yeah. We love, we, we love a good challenge. We're not, we're not going <laughs> to. Oh, that was, a, that was gonna... a challenge, like right down to the wire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. For anybody yeah. who doesn't know, like Drew and Paul pulled that off like two minutes before we went live. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. how yeah. did you do this? I yeah. was so gobsmacked. Cause I was like, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before too, that we were literally sitting there like, are we going to be are on? Do... I don't are know. We... Yeah. yeah. Like, right down uh, yeah but you guys pulled it off it was fucking show must the so show must go on, show must go on. well i'd like um, to hope that you learned something from that experience that has enabled you to make the uncharted playthroughs work the way they do yeah 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 i mean for sure and uh what's great about uncharted though is they're not live so we're able to do some right. nice compositing there so there's so you get really clean gameplay no lag and mm -hmm. looks really and the sound is great and the way we record everybody on on zoom works out really well the live dynamic changes things quite a bit right because you want to make yeah. sure you're you have it, yeah it, there's just a lot of a lot, a, lot, a lot more <laughs> a lot more issues that go into doing something live like that but um but uh yeah it worked out and i think i think what what you're going to see with todd and liam i think yeah. is going to be a taste of what the future is going to be like for a lot of content shows in the future mm -hmm. what we're trying to do with that show i think we'll i'm, I'm not going to say it's going to break ground or anything but it's, it's going to be fun it's going to be interesting and i think a lot of shows or a lot of people were trying to figure out ways to to work during this crazy time and um, mm -hmm. we've partnered with a tech company that's helped us like kind of put something nice. together that will work well for what what we're trying to do with them and their streaming and and whatnot so Sweet. Um, and if you are like, I mean, are you guys open to ideas from from replayers in the community? Like, if there is a place, like, can they send it to you? An idea? Do they tweet it at you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Twitter is always good. Um, I think if you want to get something formal across, I think if you can email um, members at retroreplayshow.com, mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's a good place for us to compile ideas and mm. any questions you may have whether it's regarding memberships or just kind of questions regarding the show in general that's a good place to kind of reach out where we can then um that'll that'll find its way to me or pj or nolan and we can uh make sure your answer your question gets answered or, or put out or take note of it and do something about it on the show um mm. so those are that's a good place to reach out and then yeah like engage on twitter uh, obviously in the live chats we're all like if it's yeah. not me pj's there if it's not pj nolan's there coop's there paul stephanie so there's always usually somebody in the live chat kind of mm. listening in and yeah. taking note and commenting so if there's a good place to um, you know ask questions or, or or whatnot and obviously if it's timely or if it's phrased in the right way no hate 
throwing throwing our you know we're not gonna we're not we're not, we're not here to to start no, wars or, 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 or any battles yeah exactly yeah. you got yeah, that's game over folks thank you so much for joining us today game over peace out bye bye bye, bye. <laughs> Hey, replayers, thank you so much for watching part two with Drew Lewis and myself and Dan. We want to just uh, remind you guys to go ahead and like and subscribe us on YouTube and or Anchor and all the podcasting platforms where you can find us. Uh, your support means everything. So feel free to share it all over to your socials too if you want to spread the word about the Repair Podcast. If you'd like to go a little bit step further, you can hit the Anchor support link in the description box below and support from as little as $1 a month. If you want to be on the Repair Podcast, email us at therepairpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at The Repair Podcast. <laughs> Thumbnail. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.